Montana, what the fuck's the matter with you? You negotiating for Frank Lopez? Huh? Is that what Don't you're doing? Don't worry about him. Take it easy. I'm not worried about it. You should worry about it. If he wants to make a deal, it's up to him, not you. We're gonna do this one deal, that's it. Okay, fuck you. How's that? Fuck you. Fuck you. You need to open your eyes and keep your mouth shut. That's it, let it go at that. Don't worry about it, okay? Wait till you get back. Your head is in the wrong place. You got to watch out for yourself. Why don't you talk to him about it? You think he wants to give you the money to spend? Huh? Shut the fuck up, man. I'm doing the talking here, not you. You need to watch my back. Watch my back. Better than your fun, let me tell you. That's easier to watch. Close your mouth. Half Moon Bay, T-top roof, I'm chilling. Quick oil change, day off with one of my bitches. $30 salad, baby with me, say she a vegan. She probably got a boyfriend, but tonight she creeping. Had to give her the game, no question she stays. I'm not a taker, from this day on, your life can change. Fuck fame, get paid, cop a house out the way. Make sure your family's straight, but first you gotta elevate. You can't help until you help yourself. Being rich ain't always about wealth. What's going on everybody, it's your boy Sid Davis, the one and only host of the Social Introvert Podcast, episode 141. You can find this show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast, as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and now YouTube. Hop on to YouTube and check out the Social Introvert TV. So, that was a brand new joint from Larry June called Mr. Midnight off of the brand new album Mr. Midnight it's available on Spotify and Apple Music I don't need to get into Larry June check him out for yourself like I, I if you listen to yesterday's episode you heard what I said about the him being the replacement of uh, Dom Kennedy so yeah check him out do yourself a service I mean everything's subjective you might be disappointed but me I fuck with him anyway so you know, I've been re-watching Game of Thrones season eight, the final season, and I'm really trying to see past the BS, but I can't because I'm so familiar with seasons one through seven. Like I've ever since the show premiered, I've been watching it ever since. And I've been trying to make sense of season eight. And I'm I, I'm really trying to agree with the people who were satisfied with it, apparently. But man, look. That was that was a shitty season. I can't get off of it. The reason why I can't get off of it is because the writers of the show, uh, Daniel Benoff and and DB Wise, better known as D and D, I <laughs> they rushed through this shit. Like I'm, I'm not even about to get into the the final season of Game of Thrones. They simply rushed through it. It is the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen. I'm still trying to gather in my mind how in just two episodes flat you had one of your main characters the one that spent the entire series uh, just on this redemption trail just decide to massacre a city of people with a dragon I can't get off of it but uh, my damn phone anyway <laughs> anyway these dudes apparently db wise and david benoff just wanted to say whatever we got we about to get the star wars money with disney and this is what y'all get and that's not cool because you know i'm 
I'm a nerd. I love Star Wars. I love Star Wars so much. I'm not really much of a fan of uh, the, the recent sequels that we've been getting. Force Awakens was kind of cool. Last Jedi was shitty. And I'm, I don't think I'm going to go see The Rise of Skywalker. I think I'm going to wait till like Blu-ray or not even Blu-ray, uh, Redbox when that releases. And these are the two people that are responsible for the next, uh, you know, series of Star Wars movies. I'm basically saying if they bullshitted us with season seven, partially season seven and then season eight, um, what makes you think that they won't do the same thing with Star Wars and just (laughs) fuck off and just move on to the next thing? Now, I knew about this news about them moving on to Star Wars, you know, that deal with Disney for for some time now. And there's a series on the way to Netflix called uh, The Mandalorian. I thought that's what they were responsible for. No, that's a completely different writer and director, whatever. They are solely responsible for the next set of Star Wars movies after the whole Skywalker thing ends. And I am terrified. Because I, I can't sit here and just watch something that I love so much. Just be turned to shit. Like, I like Lord of the Rings. Love Lord of the Rings. I like... If I... You know, going back to watching them again. I've, I watched them recently. I love the first one more than... Out of all the three. The first one is, like, the best one. The Hobbit. I love The Hobbit, too. Um, which one? The Desolation of Smaug. The one with the dragon guarding the mountain. There was a rumor that... Uh, they were supposed to do more of these movies within the Lord of the Rings universe, but the production team, the writers, the director, it's like, fuck no, like, this is it. We want to adapt what we saw as kids from the animated films. That is it. And that was smart on their part. Now, there, there's about to be, I think, three spinoffs from Game of Thrones for whatever fucking reason. Now... I'm I'm not really discouraged since these writers, D&D, they're no longer a part of it. But why would you spend all of these years developing a show, probably one of the best shows on television since The Wire? Uh, <laughs> I still stand on that. The Wire is the greatest show ever made. But why would you spend all that time just to say, fuck this, let's get this Disney money? And just like you could tell because um, I think there's behind the scenes footage too of the stars of Game of Thrones the the characters sitting in that <laughs> that writer's room and they're looking at the script like what the fuck is going on you can look at their face I think uh, John's the character that the, the actor that plays Jon Snow you could clearly see it on his face he had the most emotion like what the fuck is this um, I think Amelia Clark there was some footage of Amelia Clark just looking confused at the scripts. Uh, Amelia Clark is the actress that plays Daenerys. You even had Peter Dinklage, uh, who plays Tyrion, my favorite character out of anybody in that show. Just he went on record on why he was on the set getting interviewed, like trying to make sense of certain scenes that they went with and decided to throw in the show. And you know, like that really doesn't make sense it's not logical at all he would call it out he was the main one but i'm just a little tired of writers not giving a fuck like there was a time in i want to say 
sort of like in the beginning of the 2000s to mid 2000s there was this writer strike and this writer strike during the well during this writer strike a lot of shows were forced to just cancel heroes being one of them and it was the most depressing thing in the world because it's like shit i love heroes why the fuck is it going away and of course television decided to you know come around again the writers quality shows and they decided to bring heroes back i think it was heroes reborn and it, it didn't go over so well because it, it seemed like they forgot where they left off <laughs> i don't know I'm, I'm i'm going on a tangent right now but i'm just i'm trying to gather everything together like I don't know what it is. It's like the the writers are getting lazy again. Like we had this whole writer strike come in in the early to mid 2000s, which forced us to get um, to get accustomed to these reality shows that I really don't care for reality shows anymore unless it has something to do with like Anthony Bourdain. No reservations. Rest in peace to Anthony Bourdain or uh, Andrew Zimmern's Bizarre Foods. Any of the like. The, the travel shows of chefs i will watch the shit out of those um i remember cash cab came out on discovery channel i watched the shit out of cash cab those type of shows just more sophisticated i'm not about to sit here and watch multiple tv shows of just people wanting to fight like i used to watch them i'm not gonna lie like mainly bad girls club but i'm kind of over it now it's not it's not the same and plus, I don't like that shit. Like, give me something to invest myself in, not just to tune in every week and just like, oh, I can't wait to see this fight. I can't wait to see these females call each other bitches and shit. I'm over that. I hate that. I was watching Keeping Up With The Kardashians last night and just laughing because I'm like, this is what people are still watching. And it's I had to ask uh, my homegirl. I'm like, oh, OK. I say, yeah. Courtney and, and Kim got into this huge argument and Chloe and cursing each other out and insulting each other. I'm like, oh, okay. All right, that's cool. I was like, all right. What season is this? She's like, oh, season 15. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> this show has been going on for 15 seasons. Why? But, you know, as anybody would say, they, they go with the, the logical answer. Ratings. It gets views. I'm like, fuck that. But anyway, um, back to what I was saying about quality shows, qual quality, well-written shows. I need those back. I need them back because we have these shows on streaming platforms that are huge letdowns. Twilight Zone being one of them. I'm thinking when Twilight Zone came out, it was, you know, I seen Jordan Peele. Well, I'll tune in. I'm thinking he's hosting as well as doing some directing and writing no he has no say so over any of those episodes he is only the host of the twilight zone and i think what now i didn't even get past episode three i was out of it i was like fuck this i'm not watching that uh there's so many shows on streaming platforms that i can go off of that are just complete shit uh the other night i was on amazon and I, I got to cancel that subscription. I'm done. There was a movie that that surprised the fuck out of me that was up there. Shogun from Government Name. Shout out to Shogun. 
I remember him sending this trailer to the, the BYNK radio chat. And it was a trailer of a movie called Loquisha. That's all I'm going to say. I, I'm, not, I'm not even about to break that down to you. It's called Loquisha. And it's about a white man um, going for a job at a radio station. And he is posing as a black woman. Like the mannerisms, the behavior, everything. The the sassy uh, ghetto black woman. That's what Loquisha is. And it's the most asinine, ridiculous shit I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, oh, like I was joking around like, man, I'm about to go see this in theaters, man. This shit look heat. I'm joking. Like most of the time when I'm on the Internet, when I'm on social media, I don't sit there and try to engage and shit on people at all. I'm there to troll just to say goofy shit. And then I'm off. Um, This movie was was terrible. Shogun, if you listen to whenever you listen to this, stay away from this movie because you're you're going to lose your fucking mind. I didn't finish the movie. I got about an hour into it. It's like, all right, I'm finished. I'm thinking, see, I've seen movies like this before. Movie like uh, Soul Man way, way back in the day. And there's what other what was that movie with the uh, uh, Bullworth movies like that? I've seen those. Those films are based on pure satire. This movie, Loquisha, is not and I think the, the the main character he wrote and directed this movie. I think this is how he views black people. And normally shit don't piss me off like that. You know, I'm like, whatever. I don't give a fuck. I know who I am at the end of the day. I know who we are as black people <laughs> at the end of the day. I don't give a shit. But this right here, this movie pissed me off. And check it out. Do yourself a service if you want. Hop on Amazon Prime. It's a dollar ninety nine, I think. Check it out. It's a piece of shit. You might not finish it, but like I said, back to my original argument. I hope and pray that we just we need to start getting younger writers. Uh, like the I don't know. It's like these gatekeepers are still here in Hollywood. They don't know what the fuck to do. They don't know how to write characters, female characters, black Asian. They don't know how to do any of that shit. We need younger people. And that's it. That's, I'm just tired of it because my name I came up for them, D and D, Dumb and Dumber. Like I'm that type of person. I will sit there and play with initials and acronyms and try to flip them. I, I'm a rapper, so I do that. So I just kind of flip words here and there. And I was just being stupid about it. I'm like, oh, Dumb and Dumber. And I'm like, oh shit, it's like the old movie, D and D, David Benoff and, and DB Wise. What the fuck? You have these guys solely responsible for Star Wars. The guys that just finally gave up on the last season of Game of Thrones didn't tie any loose ends and just said, fuck it. Wow. <laughs> anyway, um, let me get off of that real quick. Um, there's an artist by the name of your old Droog. He is Ukrainian and Droog means friend. So it's your old friend. He sounds like a, um, uh, he sounds like Nas with a much grittier and deeper voice. I've been listening to him for a few years and I was like, I mean, when I first heard him, I was like, is that Nas with an alter ego or some shit like that? And I just, I started laughing when I realized who it was It's some Ukrainian guy from Queens. But anyway, he has a new project out called transportation 
And uh, there's one song in there. It's uh, apparently it's an ode to GDEP. GDEP that used to be signed to Bad Boy Records. And it's called Head Over Wheels Part 2. Check it out. You know when you pull off in that V, the windows all the way down. Could be dead in the middle of the winter. Still want people to hear the sound. No, you can't be playing no bullshit. Gotta have only the finest in musical selections. Nah, man. The finest. Head over wheels, the part two, and not losing. Hop in the V, light a new port short, and start cruising. They too close, so we stay distant. Grew up in the era of DJs, now we playlisting. Still keep my jack foolproof. Crack the moonroof and play a tune off the Bluetooth. What do you know? It was G-Dep. Study them lyrics like the precepts. Stay fresh. Cold silk kicks, crocodile. Only make calls about money. Will pocket dials. All these recordings like I'm wired with a tape. Making voice notes on the balcony. Don't let that fire escape. The baddest ride, baddest bitch sitting in the shit. Not satisfied with MVP, I'm trying to win a tip. It's like I'm doing exercise when I hop in the whip. Pull up, then we finna dip, those sounds. So what's the deal, huh? Let's keep it real, huh? You like these wheels, huh? Tell me how they feel, huh? Head over wheels, huh? Uh, head over wheels, huh? Uh, so what's the deal, huh? Let's keep it real, huh? You like these wheels, huh? Tell me how they feel, huh? Head over wheels, huh? Uh, head over wheels, huh? Uh, this lifestyle got me stressed. Car doors go up so I can't do the Bronx Hill test. You think I'm bumping that mess or contraire? Turn the volume down like a call on the air. Like chill with the feedback, black, we don't need that. It's 10 o'clock and you see with me, asking where the weed at. I see that illuminated dashboard, bought a Louis umbrella for when the cash poured. I turn that trash radio off, tune it to a karma station. Me and my people talking money, that's a conversation. Otherwise, I'm that quiet riot. Once again, that's Head Over Wheels, part two, and Ode to GDEP by your old droog off of the brand new project transportation you can get it on spotify apple music and google play so july 19th is the day that Nas's lost tapes 2 will finally drop i think lost tapes 2 has been in talks for the past decade I th- well, let me see first lost tapes i remember when i went i went to go get the first lost tapes when it came out it came out july 19th actually <laughs> um let me see lost tapes 2 has been teased since godson but, but in between godson and uh streets disciple and we we're like bro all right man lost tapes 2 lost tapes 2 man when is it coming never came I mean, what the fuck but they are several Instagram clips of Nas. There's one with him wearing the, the scientist coat, the the lab coat, holding this broken down tape, and it just basically it zooms out and it shows him just holding the tape with the fucking gloves and everything. Then there's actually another teaser. Um, it's a song actually. I don't know the name of the song, but this shit sounds so fire. Can't lose me. Who 
be the holy prophet They watching with all this posture His Rothstein goggle game be the dopest he got to Be from the 80s era His tennis shade Carrera Queens forever green pipe seats Clean Panamera Amateur Hanna-Barbera Characters know the envy The illest Hennessy Black zipper with loaded semis You pick of the week Voted in rappers You go against me You can't tantalize a call girl With just a roll of pennies Can't bait a lion in your trap Without a tranquilizer You enter in the boxing ring With no trainer beside you My Panerai watch glows Like Avatar Caviar Black diamonds Can you imagine y'all Taking from a rich man plate Kicking his door and that's all we get all of 48 damn seconds um so the album's due out july 19th the track list is already out it is 16 tracks for the lost tapes 2 the producers however swiss beats pharrell williams eddie cole static selector rizza hit boy eric hudson dj dahi and dj khalil that shit sounds crazy already pete rock DJ Toomp, The Alchemist, Kanye West, Pete Rock, and No ID. Jesus. <laughs> My only gripe with this right here, where the fuck is DJ Premier? Where's DJ Premier, bro? Stop playing. But um, there is rumor, um, apparently, this is probably not even true. They said after Lost Tapes 2, Nas is set to retire, which is not true at all. And I'm like, where the fuck did y'all get y'all source from? But there is confirmation that from DJ Premier himself stating that there is a Nas and Premier album on the way. Um, I think it's supposed to be set to drop in 2020. And uh, I'm excited for that. But the one album that I was excited for was the album that Nas was supposed to give us when he gave us that Nas album done on Major Key with DJ Khaled. Still haven't listened to the album. I just heard that song and I was just like, Jesus, this sounds amazing. Uh, <laughs> I think this is the album that Nas was hinting at. I think this is the one that he, he hinted at on Nas album done because that album that he, I guess he took a, the album that he, he recorded with Kanye West Nazir from from last year was not cutting it. I did go back and listen to that album recently. Um, I love Bonjour and I love the Adam and Eve joint. Both of those songs. Uh, Cop Shot the Kid was cool. But the, I think what pisses me off about that album is probably the first song on there with Puff Daddy and 070 Shake. And I love 070 Shake. But that song was not good at all. Then there was another song on there. Um, I, th I think it featured Kanye West in the dream singing back and forth. I think it was like seven minutes long. And I like songs that are like long as shit. But that song fucking sucks. Like, good gracious. I hate that album. And I don't know why he took time off from dropping Lost Tapes 2 to drop that. Um... Look, I, I just hope this is the one that he was hinting at on Nas album done. That's all. And I can't wait for that Primo album in uh, 2020. But anyway, uh, let me see what else. Let me see what else is going on. Not much else is going on. Uh, Jaden Smith is set to drop Iris tomorrow. And I can't wait. I know this shit is going to be fire. 
Jaden Smith. I, I remember my little brother talking to me about it. He's like, man, Jaden Smith, he raps. He raps like his dad. And I just looked at him like, this shit probably trash. And of course, I had a change of heart when I heard Beast Mode. And I was like, all right, cool. And I just been a Jaden Smith fan ever since. And this dude has shown and proved. Every single song that he has dropped is fire. Especially if the song had a video. The songs are fire. And the videos are even better. I can't wait for this shit to drop. I think this album features... Um, let me see. Tyler, the creator, Kid Cudi. Uh, an actual ASAP Rocky feature. Because the first album, ASAP Rocky's on there. But there's not really a voice of Rocky at all. I think it was supposed to be like a, a beat that Rocky was supposed to hop on at first. But never did. So Jaden did it for him. But anyway... And uh, Willow Smith, I, l I love the way Willow sings. She has an amazing voice. I'm pretty sure she's going to be on the intro like the first album, but that drops tomorrow. Let me see. Devin the Dude is dropping an album tomorrow. I'm a huge Devin the Dude fan. Who else? Man, it's, it's mad people dropping. Mad people that already dropped. Freddie Gibbs bandana. That's what I wanted to talk about. Look, bro. <laughs> I was prepared because I'm like, all right, you know, I'm a huge Mad Lib fan. I can't wait to hear the soul samples. I cannot wait to hear what he's going to do. And of course, I've heard Pinata. And while Pinata is Pinata starts very dark and then it just goes into a lighter mood as you get towards the end of the album. This time on Bandana, it seems like Freddie Gibbs is like schizophrenic or something like that because on bandana it's it's like he's having a battle with himself between being this upstanding guy this the stand-up guy and at the same time he's being dragged back into the streets like and it's really sporadic throughout this album um song um, the darkness for instance half main half cocaine uh flat tummy tea uh, let me see situations um let me see palm olive especially what else and let me see there, there's a couple more songs on there that has like a hint of darkness and then all of a sudden the next track comes in and it's just really mellow and light like cataracts is one goddamn is one that's, I think that's the one where he's like mainly singing on. And the last track, which is Soul Right. And not one of my favorite tracks. I like the song, but not one of my like most favorites off of Bandana. Soul Right. Like if you listen to the song, it's very lighthearted. It's very optimistic. But after listening to this entire album and you get to that song, and the song ends, it's like five to ten seconds of another beat that just fades in and fades out. And it sounds very sinister and ominous. And it to me, it seems like, yeah, OK, I finally found my purpose and my place more optimistic, more, you know, excited about life. But that five to ten seconds at the end of this album seems like it's, it's like the streets are calling him back. And it kept fucking with me because I was like, I know pinata is a concept, but I don't know what the concept is. It's more apparent that bandana is a concept. 
I know bandana's a fucking concept. And it was just word that came out that Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib are doing a third album to this, to this whole Pinata series. There's a third album coming. I don't know if we have to wait another five years, but if we do, I'm fine. I have Pinata and Bandana to hold me over. My my only complaint, it, it kind of pisses me off because we got this quicker than we got a fucking MF Doom and Mad Mad Lib album, the Mad Villainy two album that's rumored. We got this before we got a Mad Villainy two. We got Bandana before we got a MF Doom and Ghostface Killer uh, Doom Starks album. I, what the fuck is going on? I'm somewhat over at this point, but it's just, it's a damn shame that we really, <laughs> we really got a bandana, a, a Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib album, which most people aren't going to really understand because, okay, most people that have been following the MF Doom mad villain shit, this goes back to late 03, late 04, uh, no, late 03, early 04. So it surprises me a little bit that <laughs> Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib were able to put this out. Like this is something rare. This in in actual hip hop <laughs> history, this Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib bandana album was not supposed to ever come out. When you really sit and think about it, we've got so many rumors of collab albums throughout hip hop history that we're like, all right, cool. We waiting on it. And then here we are 15, 20 years later. Where the fuck is it? What happened? Like we never got them. And this is, I mean, this is why it's so surprising to me. And then it's frustrating at the same time. I'm like, shit, I swear to God, if we get this, this Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib third album before we get a fucking, well, I'm not worried about detox no more, <laughs> but if we get that the third album before we get a j electronica album a mf doom and mad lib album or the the ghostface killer and mf doom shit like i don't know fam y'all just y'all just being lazy this is really shocking to me because i've heard pinata i was like damn this is so good and then i was sitting there and they said oh bandana on the way and i'm like oh bandana's never gonna fucking happen no way and here we are almost a weekend and we got it but yeah um i love that album bandana it's it's a lot more darker than the first one it surprised me a little bit uh, a lot less features than the first one uh freddie gibbs in perfect fashion has dissed young jeezy once again and it's so funny how the tables have turned with freddie gibbs being like Freddie Gibbs wasn't even a thought whenever he was with CTE with, with Jeezy. He wasn't a thought at all. We didn't know who the fuck Gibbs was. Well, some did, but nobody knew who Freddie Gibbs was that just knew about Jeezy. They didn't care who the fuck was a part of CTE at all. Um, but once he once he broke free, it was just like, oh, he's it's probably like a one and done thing for him. There's going to be that one breakout album, and then it's just... He's going to go back underground, just dropping tapes and be forgotten. And slowly over time, Freddie Gibbs is <laughs> Freddie Gibbs has climbed up that ladder to the point where he's he's making sure you know who he is with each release. 
that uh the last album that he dropped with the the teddy pendergrass inspired shit awesome um i don't know it's just funny how the tables turn and it makes it more apparent of how fake jeezy is and and funnier like because every time any chance that freddie gibbs gets he's gonna diss jeezy um he if you listen to pinata there's a song called real second half of the song he just dissed the hell out of him and broke down a situation that he was involved involved in uh some years ago and uh, i think the single crime pays he does it again (laughs) it was even funnier than the first time but uh yeah dope album i think pusha t deserves verse of the year for that verse on palm olive i don't know if um he's trying to make a statement someone pissed him off um, if he's still trying to, if he's still trying to spew out ammo from the Drake beef, I don't know what the hell Pusha T is on, but goddamn amazing verse. But yeah, uh, anyway, I'm off of that real quick. There's an artist by the name of annoyed, pretty dope artist. Just I ain't about to go down his catalog, but you can go check him out on YouTube on a five fingers of death freestyle with sway do that. But he has a new project out with Static Selector called Yuck. Pretty damn good. And these beats by Static Selector sound a little a little different from what I'm used to from Static. But regardless, it's good. Uh, anyway, there's a song on here called The Mood. Check it out. Once again, that's The Mood by Annoyed and Static Selector off of their collab project, Yuck. It's available on Apple Music and Spotify. Not sure if it's on Google Play yet, but if you got Google Play, check it out. See if it's on there. If not, hop on SoundCloud or it's streaming everywhere. So go and check it out. So before I get up out of here, I just got to share this piece of dumbass news. 
and I call it dumbass news because it's involved with 50 Cent. Um, Irv Gotti claims that 50 Cent survived his gunshots via satanic intervention. He was talking about just murder ink and shit like that with DJ Vlad. This is how I know it's just dumbass news of the week. So let me see where this article is in the first place. Let me see. Hotnewhiphop.com. And he just basically says, well, he's saying, you know, fifth was shot nine times, including once in the jaw. Who saved him? Looking Vlad dead in the eye. People be like, God, the first thing is, yo, God saved this guy. Maybe Satan saved him. He's a great agent of chaos. I don't think God would save somebody who moves like that. Somebody who disrespects his own family. Everything you think of 50 is just negative. He's an engine of negativity, beef, chaos. Sounds like he's with Satan to me, man. Yo, Irv Gotti, shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. Jesus. Look, I'm, I'm trying not to yell. I have family over here. I'm in my room, chilling. I have family over, chilling, relaxing, so I don't want to yell. I'm talking in my inside voice. Shut the fuck up. 50 Cent was never shot nine times. 50 was shot at three times. There are confirmed police reports that states this. He was shot at three times. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know if he knows this, but the game actually confirmed that too as well. Like on, uh, what is that documentary? I have the DVD, uh, Stop Snitch and Stop Lying. He talks about that in the documentary, how 50 lied about that. The whole nine times being shot was a thing to have fans like me at the time just go crazy and you know naive we're kids at the time so we're like yo man homie was shot nine times and he still live and he got bulletproof hats and bulletproof vests and trucks and shit this dude is gangster and at the time i think how to rob was re-released and we heard how to rob and we were like okay we definitely gotta buy get richard i trying 50 cent built his empire off of people thinking that he is stupid basically saying the record execs at the time when they met 50 they thought he was just this dumb nigga from queens and they wanted to feed off of that they're like oh okay we've done this before let's see if we can sit here and mold him into this this threatening uh the, the gangster rapper image you know like let's just feed into it and 50 just completely he flips the script around uh, I want to say a little after the massacre, probably during the massacre with songs like just a little bit and disco inferno, but 50 played us <laughs> 50 played us like a fiddle. He did a damn good job at it. Irv shut the hell up. Just shut up. You sound dumb. Uh, anyway, I'm getting the fuck out of here. That wraps up this episode for me. <laughs> Thank you for listening to episode 141 of the social introvert podcast real quick shout out to the usual suspects 12 kyle podcast random tandem podcast ignorant philosophy reasonable ignorance <clears throat> brunch with besties just say words podcast and of course i can't forget about the bynk family shout out to government name podcast with your host cole jackson and shogun and shout out to the boy rain coleman over there at the carefree black nerd podcast Last but not least, shout out to Jasmine Blue and Hakeem Skitwith. Those are BYNK Radio blog content creators. I am also a blog content creator. 
go to bynkradio.net to the lifestyle section scroll down and click on the social introvert blog got a new blog entry on the way stay tuned if you want to follow me on social media you can follow me on instagram and twitter at isid davis i-s-i-d-d-a-v-i-s that damn thunderstorm hitting boy (laughs) uh my bad i also have another twitter page this is the official social introvert podcast profile is tsi underscore pod go follow tsi underscore pod and also have an instagram page for the podcast that's at the social introvert podcast and send your thoughts whatever any questions doesn't matter what question it is you know i like gossip i like all of that the celebrity gossip shit it could be about anything pop culture related tv shows cartoons don't matter send those emails to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com and until next week guys peace yeah uh you think i need a bigger canvas but never been to kansas see i get different views than you i drew that one advantage for what you take for granted can find a blinded standards i'm from where nothing's handed no one chance you got a planet landed here from my planet thinking when i used to dream finding hoes to pick and roll off computer screens back when i would hit Rap ain't no career, drew a rocket ship to blast about it here. And I discovered, yeah, that black and white is all y'all see. And I need color, yeah, I need color. I need tangerine, orange and pink, forest green, black and white is all y'all see. I need color, I need color. Yeah. I've been dodging all your questions, riding by myself and can't go find no stress because I'm blinded by my blessings. Dealing with some deaths in the family, but I ain't letting. Nothing ever stopped me, take losses, there's only lessons. I've been dodging all your questions, vibing with my best friends. Won't find nothing less than cause I'm blinded by my blessings. I can't see no hate up. I just see I'm highly favored. <laughs> yeah. And if you ask me where I've been, I'll never know. If I ask my dog to ride, it's never no. Only got a couple seasons to roll. Got a little time and father time ain't got no soul. No time to fake, no time to hate, no time to waste. Uh.